and welcome to Punt Counter Punt, the pretend debate show for real magic cards. Today, Nelson and Wheeler will be putting the D&D into D&D, whereas the first D&D stands for delicious debates and the second stands for don't at me, I'd rather be in Dunblobbin. Was that a Mr. Blobby joke? I clearly said don't at me. Hold up. Can I can I sub the second D for like more D? Um, and actually, can I get a fruit salad as well? But like not too much melon. Ooh, can I get a coffee then? First up, magic missile versus lightning bolt. One is new, one is old, but both are similar and that's sort of the point of the show. This means that we can only settle this matter through the medium of debate. Go ahead, Wheeler. Look, I'm going to come out and say it. Blue mages are getting way ahead of themselves. Three damage is three damage. If I can get that on the table, if I can get that targeting something, anything, multiple things, divided, of course, I feel like a million bucks. But it has to resolve. And that's why it's so important that there's can't be countered. Lightning Bolt's old news. Sure, it's good. Sure, it's one of the best to ever do it. But also, it's 2021. You know, we got to we got to get with the times. Let's talk about what you don't already know about damaging powerful spells, especially from the evocation school. Now, this spell only takes one action. You know, inside your normal six second round, you can easily cast it. All you're going to need is a little bit of a uh, rod of amber and some fur. It's available to sorcerers and wizards. And if you've got a line full of goblins chasing you down the hallway, this thing shoots a bolt all the way down, potentially hitting all of them. Anyone inside of the five foot wide blast as far away as 100 feet. Uh, Nelson, what the f are you talking about? I'm talking about the spell Lightning Bolt, available to third-level wizards. Look, I'm not contesting that I am not a third-level wizard. In fact, I, I'm something of a level uh, 20 wizard. If you cast it at a level fourth or higher spell slot level, you'll be able to add extra d6s. Do they change the name of things? Is it called Wizard Slot now? Because I'm down to clown. No, Lightning Bolt's been around since the early days, back in the 70s. Lightning Bolt, you know. Okay, I'm starting to come to this realization. You don't mean one red deal three. What game are we talking about here? Dungeons and Dragons. What game are you talking about? Well, I think that we can all agree that in spite of our differences, we all listen to that and are slightly older now. But how about you? Are you older? I don't care either. Next up, cards with a lot of text to read. How many words are too many? And how many are important? A small gnome walks across the bar and climbs conspiratorially into the booth beside yours. What do you make of these? She says quietly, sliding two cards across the table. She hands a heavily played alpha grizzly bears to Wheeler, and then, after checking to make sure she's not being watched, slips a pre-pre-release copy of You Find a Cursed Idol to Nelson. How did you get these? It doesn't matter how I got them. What matters is you're the only two people who can tell me about these cards. Uh, I'd like to try to persuade Wheeler that my card is the best. I'm going to do a check now. I rolled a four. Well, go ahead anyhow. Tell me what happens. Listen, my card is from the brand new fancy Adventures in the Forgotten Realm set for Magic the Gathering, and it features all kinds of ability word text. You can either smash it, lift the curse, or steal its eyes, and all of these have to do with real things that are going to be happening in the game. And that's just super flavorful. What have you got? Well, don't try to outrun Dominaria's Grizzlies. It'll catch you, knock you down, and eat you. Of course, you could run up a tree. In that case, you'll get a nice view before it knocks the tree down and eats you. 
course, if you find a tall enough tree, you'll be able to climb up that and the bear's going to get too tired. Now, of course, these Dominaria grizzlies, it's something in their blood. They, I think they feasted on cheetahs at a young age because these are quick. I mean, they'll get up that tree lickety split before you can even get up to the top. And not to mention they've. Well, Flavor Text has been doing a pretty good job so far cool, at conveying sure. how the cards are supposed to feel of, uh, inside the game of Magic the Gathering. Daggers. But with you find a cursed idol and some of uh, its other friends from AFR, we've got new, fancier sets of ability words all over the place, putting the flavor text right into the middle of the text box and really letting you have, you know, kind of an emotional experience with which mode of the sorcery you're going to take. Deals with the Grizzlies. That was always my wife's job. She was the one that was best at it, mind you. She she took the reins on that one. But when I say wife, I use it loosely. It's it's more actually a companion in the form of a homunculi that I have created uh, using uh, some sort of uh, fabricated spirit that uh, has manifested within a, a simulacrum of sorts uh, made out of twigs, berries, uh, bear hide. So I take it that four oh, rule didn't work out. Yeah, no. You know, but Maybe I could do some sort of intimidation check against Wheeler. I'm going to make myself look big. She... I got a 15. All right. Well, Wheeler, if he was able to notice you, would definitely be impressed by how puffed your chest is and how slightly you have risen in your seat. But unfortunately, he's deep in the zone and I don't see anything breaking his concentration. Darn. Long story short, she's hunting me. Uh, of course, that's the fun old cat and mouse of courtship. Uh, and I'm terrified of her. And she took all of the tools that we had built together. I think she taught the bears. She might be the bears. It's kind of a hive mind situation, actually, if you think about it. And this is where it really gets tricky because she, you know, she knew me like the back of my hand. Of course, I made her out of uh, skin off the back of my hand and blood. So she knows exactly where I am. She uh, is, in fact, at the back of my head at all times. And if you've seen a bear get out of head, that's dangerous business. Uh, of course, I mean, uh, that's just uh, life when you get to my age. It's all sorts of experiences. The gnome is either satisfied with your answers or just doesn't want to hear you talk anymore. And so she slips you a key. You'll find the third segment of the show in the cellar, she whispers quietly. I'll distract the barkeep. Go quickly. Okay, let's take the key down to the cellar. I'd like to inspect the paintings that are in these booths. It's not actually a painting. It's a community announcement board. Do you want to read anything? I'd like to roll a check to read it in a sultry tone. Absolutely. Make me a charisma check. Okay. Uh, I rolled wheat. All right. Here's the announcement then. Read the most heart-wrenching stories of love, loss, and lager. The untold story of Waterdeep's most storied barkeep. See Thrustle behind the bar, winky face. So you get to the cellar, and the cellar, like all cellars, is cold and damp. There are boxes of potatoes and turnips moldering in a corner, next to a large pile of unsold copies of the barkeep's autobiography. There are two doors, one to your left marked Goldspan Dragon, and one to your right marked Adult Gold Dragon. Which door do you choose? Listen, Wheeler, we've got to grab the Goldspan Dragon. This is a fantastic standard playable that came out in one of the best sets ever printed, Call Time, and it doubles the amount of treasure you get. Plus, it provides treasure itself. Mm, I don't know. Hastily uh, attack your opponent in mono red, Wheeler. Come on. It's definitely the Goldspan Dragon door. Uh, here, let me try something. Uh, I'd like to roll to see if I can read this Barkeep's autobiography. Uh, I rolled a two. You can read the title, but that's all we've got time for. Okay. Beer and back again. 
tending bar and mending hearts in the forgotten realms. The barkeep's right. I, I gotta go for Goldspan Dragon. All right, you go through the door marked Goldspan Dragon, and you find yourself still in a cellar. To your left is a pile of broken chairs with a note that says to fix. The note is very dusty, as is the chairs. And to your right are two doors. One is marked Trading Post, and one is marked Deck of Many Things. Oh. But how, how could we possibly choose between these two incredible artifacts? Oh, God, this is a real Kobayashi Maro. Oh, the only way to win is to not play at all. I throw my sword in the dirt. I'd like to kick more dirt on Nelson's sword. Is there anything else in the room? Because there's no way we could walk through one of these doors unless we could walk through both. Um, make me a perception check. Oh, I rolled a one, but I have a plus two. Uh, I rolled five. Okay, so with a three and a five, I'm going to say that you see that there's a big pile of chairs that need to be repaired with a note saying as such, um, and that there's two doors, and one is marked Trading Post, and one is marked the Deck of Many Things. There is also an armoire that's like over in the corner, but there's no real reason to look at that with those numbers. I guess we should investigate the armoire a little bit more. All right, so you go over to the armoire and you push it open and you see that like one of the doors is just barely hanging off as it's of its hinges and it goes. And even though it doesn't look like it's that deep, it looks like the actual like back of the closet might be further than it should be, if you know what I mean. Mm. Wheeler, you ready to go through this third option since we could not possibly pick between these two incredible artifacts. I kind of wanted to interrogate those broken chairs, but this seems like a better plan. All right, so you go through the armoire marked Druidic Satchel and you find yourself in a smooth stone room. In the corner, a huge gelatinous cube rears up and goes, Welcome to my domain. And you see in the gelatinous cube, there are two cards floating there. And one is wood elemental and the other one is Zephyr spirit. Now, mortals, amuse me. It gibbers at you. Okay, so Zephyr spirit is from a really good set. Ravnica, City of Guilds. And it has a Z as the first letter of its name, and Zs are cool. Yeah. Um, Wood Elemental um, is also from a good set, Legends. Um, And it's old, so you know it's got to be good. Zephyr Spirit has really cool art, and... If you put a sword of fire and ice on it, it could attack. I mean, technically, Wood Elemental can block. I'd like to make a Knowledge Arcana check to see if I can think of anything else about Zephyr Spirit. I got a 13. All right, that's pretty good. Um, But I'm going to ask you to hold the results of that until my Gelatinous Cube gets to take its turn. But thankfully for you guys, neither of these cards do anything, so it's not going to do anything this turn either. Uh, Nelson, with a 13, you know that the only way out of a pickle like this is through the power of teamwork. Ooh, you know, Wood Elemental has great art too. It's completely unafraid of all of those soldiers in front of it with those really long spears. And I guess Zephyr Spirit can block a lot of things. That's right. That's right. And look, uh, if you find yourself with too many forests and need to fill your graveyard for Threshold, Wood Elemental is right there for you. I guess you could block with Zephyr Spirit 
and then have a card to pitch to force a will too. That's pretty good. And I think Wood Elemental is even on the reserve list. Like that's a pretty niche club. Yeah. And you know, spirits are relevant tribe nowadays. And so is Elemental. Hey, I'm starting to feel like these cards are actually pretty good. We're going to win our next game of Magic the Gathering with them. Well, I wouldn't go that far. But luckily, the power of your friendship has bored the gelatinous cube and it's gone to sleep. And you can see behind it, there's a little door. Do you want to try and sneak through? I'd like to try and drink the cube. I'd like to try to make friends with the cube. Okay, Wheeler, make me a constitution check. Nelson, make me a charisma check. I rolled a one. I rolled a natural 20. One, you try to drink it, but, you know, gelatinous, it's one of them thick jellies that they put a lot of, like, the packets of jelly in, so it, like, stands up when they're photographing it, not, like, the good jelly. Mm. And, uh, Nelson, you are going to establish a lifelong rapport with this jelly. Uh, you're going to become the kind of friends that you always stay over at each other's houses at when you're visiting each other's cities. Aww. It's really nice. You go for brunch all the time. Okay, we should probably take the door now. All right, well, you emerge blinking into the sunlight, 250 XP richer than you were before. Congratulations, you have completed this episode of Punt Counterpunt. But audience, what did you think? I'll give you 20 XP for posting in the YouTube comments and 50 XP if you don't. As always, I've been your host, Kathleen. Wheeler's been Wheeler and Nelson's been Nelson. This has been Punt Counterpunt. Can I find Baldur's Gate off Maze's End?